I'm going to say what everyone is already thinking. Last year, the Kelsey brothers started a podcast. What do the Chiefs do? Win the Super Bowl. This year, the Anthus guys start a podcast. What do the Chiefs do? Win the Super Bowl. It's that easy. That's all it takes. It's like, what kind of drugs were these people on that wrote this commercial? Was, I love it. Was it was showing all the shows on Paramount. <laughs> Moody hits a record, Super Bowl record, 55-yard field goal. That's a record I don't think's ever going to get broken. Coordinator offensive lineman got the call in that moment. Said, don't block Chris Jones. We need Taylor Swift to win a Super Bowl. Oh, man. Probably. Look, don't answer the phone next time. I'm the dad, but I'm the boss. This is Puka Spicks and Kicks. This is. Still. This is our season finale. Yep. Do you have any <laughs> freaking excitement at all? Your team just won the Super Bowl. You said yep five times. Like, you know what we're doing. Yup. All right, well. I guess she's going to have to listen to me because this guy over here, he's like dead from the Super Bowl yesterday and whatnot. We are recording on Monday. Was it hard to go to sleep last night after all that excitement? No, not really. No? <laughs> you suck at this. <laughs> trying to pull something. Still sleep pretty easy. Yeah, okay, actually. well, I did too, but then I woke up at like 2 and I remember we won the Super Bowl. I woke up at 2 too. Really? Yeah. We should have like played video games or something. I couldn't get back to sleep. I couldn't get back to It was I, your fault. I remembered we won the Super Bowl and I couldn't go back to sleep. And I was also worried about like, because I was like, I had to get ready for work and I wasn't really ready. I woke up and my TV light was on and it I couldn't fall asleep. So I had to get up and turn it off, and then I wasn't tired anymore. <laughs> get all that exercise, walk to the TV yeah. back. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, we made some picks over the last two shows. They turned out pretty well. Pretty well. We picked the NFL honors. You got, can I say we got? There yeah. were some you overruled me, though, in which we got them right because you overruled me. We predicted the NFL honors almost perfectly. We only got one wrong. And the one we got wrong, I'm pretty sure we gave Stefanski... And runner-up. Yeah. Yes, that's not bad. Not bad. Super Bowl report card. We both picked our Chiefs. Now, that didn't surprise anybody. We're going to pick the Chiefs every single time, right? Yep. But our score was actually pretty close. So we said 2017. I did copy your score, but it's what I thought, too. But because they went into overtime, the score was different. But what was the score going 19, into 1919? Like... That's kind of 2017. That's kind of like the average of 2017 is 19. We did it. Almost. We we did it. All right, what we're going to do this show, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, obviously. Maybe Parker will wake up as we go. We're going to break it down quarter by quarter. I'm going to have Parker pick some of the most key moments in each quarter. We'll wrap back and forth about that. In between quarters, we're going to shout out our favorite commercials. We'll discuss halftime show. We'll just talk Chiefs. This is pretty much going to be a fanatic episode. Correct? Yeah. Because that's what you do when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. What you do? All right, quarter one. What stands out as being key happenings about quarter one? First, it was the McCaffrey fumble on the opening drive. McCaffrey fumble was huge. Absolutely. Because they're, they're looking really dang good at that moment. When that happened, though, I kind of knew that McCaffrey was going to come bounce back, step up, and play big after that. He's going to respond well to that, and he did. He had a decent game after that moment. Um, you know who causes that fumble? 
Um, there was a few guys around the ball, yeah. but one of the guys right in the middle of all that skirmishy mess was Leo Chanel. Remember that name? He did something else later on that was huge. And he's not even a starter. He's not even a starter. He, he's one of the guys that causes McCaffrey to fumble. Karloftis covers it. And the Chiefs go on to win the Super Bowl, right? That's what happens next. The Chiefs, the very next nope. drive, win the Super Bowl. Not quite. Damn it. What happens? Then the Chiefs go three and out. Yeah. That was so disappointing. How many opportunities are we going to waste this game? That's nope. what I thought. I was like, what? I don't know how the defense doesn't scream at the offense over and over and over. Actually, I do know because the def- the offense carried this defense for years. Mm-hmm. Now it's a turn for the defense to carry the offense. And they did this game. They did not let down. 0-0, zero, zero, quarter one. McDuffie swat on Debo. He was going to oh. get a touchdown and McDuffie-, McDuffie swats it right at the end of the first quarter. That was big. Yeah, that was like first quarter leading into second quarter. That was a really big deal. Kind of interesting thing that happened before that to me is you got two semi-no-name 49ers come up with really big plays. Mm-hmm. You got Chris Conley, who was an ex-chief. He was a chief for like three years. Never really got on the field much, but you know, was a chief. You know that he wanted to show out big against his former team. He had a he had a big-time catch and then a few like big-time special teams tackles as well. And then a, some kid named McLeod catches a big one too. And I'm kind of like, who the heck are these people and what is going to happen once the stars come out? In the 49er, I was getting more nervous seeing like those kind of no-namers show up. So I'm like, oh crap, if we can't stop these guys, I'm going to stop Debo and AU. What? I wasn't actually, because I was like, these guys are getting the ball because McDuffie and Sneed are on Debo and IU. To be honest, that that came to mind as well. But um, the Super Bowl just like has this way of making these kind of no-name players or like not no-name players, like lesser players stand up. Mm -hmm. And the Niners did have a big time guy step up. We can talk about him a little bit later. When his plays come up. All right, so that's the end of the first quarter. It ends 0-0. Pretty rare there, but you're feeling still pretty good about it? Yeah. Because the defense is showing up at least. All right, let's shout out our third favorite commercial of the night. Mine's the Beyonce Verizon one. She just tries to, like, break Verizon or whatever and does a bunch of crazy stuff. She can't break Verizon. Yeah, that was fine. I think she, like, she made an AI version of herself. She went to space and stuff. Went to space. She like president of but it wasn't president she ran for some kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah that was a good one yeah you, you can't hate on beyonce my th- third favorite also had a bunch of stars it was the dunkin donuts one Ed ben affleck tom brady jennifer lopez matt damon some other guys i recognize but don't know their name it was fun i thought the acting in it was good you don't see that kind of quality acting in a commercial very much and it made me want donuts you know, Dunkin' Donuts is actually known for its coffee, though. It's like the Starbucks of the East Coast. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Ah, we open up to the second quarter. And this is where I wrote that McDuffie has that big time deflection. So, well, this, he it does might... have another one. But... Oh. So, um, Moody hits a record, Super Bowl record 55 yard field goal. That's a record I don't think is ever going to get broken. Yeah. I don't think anybody at least will do it within this quarter. Yeah, if it's the third quarter, it's broken. Ah. He has a record for one quarter. It's pretty good. Do you feel bad for him? Kind of, especially because he's a rookie. Yeah. That's really a big And moment. he struggled a lot this year. I did not expect him to make that, given all the talk I've heard about him struggling leading up to that mm-hmm. moment. And he kicks it. I'm like, okay, good for you. And then... Um, Rice fumbled. That was scary. I don't know why they had Rice like running the ball as often as they did. That was kind of weird. I, I see... 
He's a good player. He's he's great after the catch, but they had him lined up in the backfield. They actually handed it off to him at least twice. And in one of those, he fumbles. It's covered up by Jay Watt, thankfully, which is a huge freaking play just to cover that fumble up. I don't know. That, that didn't really make sense to me. Later on, McColl gets a 50-yard catch. Yep. And it looks like the Chiefs are turning it around. They're going to take the lead. Happens. Checo fumbles. Which again, he's also a guy that doesn't fumble much. So you have two big time running backs fumbling the ball in big time moments. Was the moment just too big for these guys or what's going on? The defense is just flying around. They buttered the ball or something. I think it was just big hits in the moment. This is when Kelsey comes off the field and he is... Because he wasn't on the field when Pacheco fumbled. Yeah, and his position was being played by Noah Gray that moment. Noah Gray misses the block, and the guy that Noah whiffs on is the one that causes the turnover. Travis sees that. I understand the frustration. That was kind of an insane moment, though. I didn't like it. What did you think about that moment? We didn't even see what happened yet. All right, what happened? Like... Travis bumps into Andy Reid and like yells at him. Yeah, like screams right in his face. The pictures today are nuts. You know, you know that's going to become a meme. People are going to use it for all sorts of things, making fun of whatever. I've already seen like joke memes made out of that already. I didn't like it. I, I'm I'm really interested to hear what Travis says about it on his podcast. I don't know if it'll come out what day it'll come out this week, given all the things that they're doing. But um, you got to think that there's going to be some big time regret there. Nope. I don't know. Or or maybe there's not. Maybe that's their relationship. I'm certainly not going to tell either one of them that they're wrong. I saw a press conference with Andy Reid afterwards. Andy Reid's the best, though. And they were talking about the hit, and he was just like, he caught me off guard. If I was ready for it, I could have been in his stance and hit him back a little. Andy Reid is the best, and those two have a really special relationship. My criticism is that it happened in public under that big stage. I know there's no hard feelings between the two. I know that. I know it was just that little moment, but Travis is going to get a lot of hate, and uh, a lot of people are just looking for reasons to hate the Chiefs right now. And Travis just made it really easy. I forgive Travis. It took me 30 seconds. <laughs> but, you know, I, we've got we got to meet Travis in real life. Um, do you remember that? Kind of. You were really young. You were super nervous. And he came right up to you and was just super cool. He spent way more time with us than he had to. He was talking to you. He was talking to me. He was just awesome dude. It's not like he's just, okay, sign it and move on. Like he took the time out of his day to make a special moment. So I'm not going to stay mad at him for long for getting overly passionate in one of the biggest moments of his life. Like that's the guy has earned forgiveness. And, um, and maybe he doesn't even need forgiveness. I mean, maybe they were just singing. Taylor Swift music. Up until this point in the second quarter, zero chief points. Sneed gets a personal foul, which leads to Jennings throwing the first 49 The first touchdown of the game. Would you say that was the best play of the entire game? Probably. That was a great play. It was a dangerous one, though. Very. What were you saying about that earlier? That it was like almost picked. You could see that like Bolton was like barely blocked by an offensive lineman, so maybe he wouldn't have picked it, maybe because his hands aren't the best. But he no, but have at he least has had it. picks. Yeah, that would have been a big time pick six for sure. 
but it didn't go that way. And I'm almost glad that it didn't now because now I know the outcome. It made for a much interesting game. That was a great play. Yeah, great pass, great play scheme, great, great execution. They get it right in McCaffrey's hands and then he's gone. Mm-hmm. That play was huge. It sucked. Chief, now the Chiefs are down two scores, but they finally get on the board with a field goal. They look good on that last drive, finally. Mm-hmm. Stalls like a lot of their drives do in this game. Stalls in the red zone. Thankfully, we got Butker. Kicks a field goal, and we're on the board. That three was huge. If you go into halftime with zero points, that's rough. You know, even though you're the Kansas City Chiefs world defending champions. So the fact that they get three on the board is huge. Just get a little bit of momentum. They carry that momentum out of the halftime. I'm sure they're going to come back in the second half and be awesome, right? That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have like an almost turnover, then a turnover. That would never happen. Not the Chiefs. But before we get to that train wreck, the first half ends with Kelsey having one catch, one yard. At this point, what are you thinking? I don't know. That we need to step it up and get like the ball. Get Pacheco going is what I'm thinking. I was a little worried because in the playoffs, especially the Chiefs have been playing their best ball in the first half and kind of slowing down offensively in the second half and playing great defense in the second half. So I was kind of worried go at not having the lead and not playing great offense up to this point and then coming out and playing worst offense. I was like, I didn't think that was going to happen, but that was certainly on my mind. This wasn't matching the normal Chief pattern we've become accustomed to. Halftime. What did you think of the halftime show? What? I like the Alicia Keys part, at least at first, and then it got weird. I know why you like the Alicia Keys part. Because just like Rihanna last year, she was wearing red. Did you notice? Yeah. I did not say anything because I didn't want to jinx it, and the other team was also wearing red, so I didn't want to super jinx it. But when I saw Alicia Keys wearing red, just like last year when I saw Rihanna wearing red, I knew the Chiefs were going to win. You believe me? No. Okay. <laughs> You're just saying how about you how you were doubting the offense. Yeah, but then I saw Alicia Keys. No. She looked the exact same she looked 20 years ago though. She didn't change at all. Anyways, the halftime show was fine. I don't really put much stake on the halftime show. It's probably though the most complained about thing the day after the Super Bowl, no matter what. It's actually really annoying. People are like, hey, did you watch the Super Bowl? I go, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I start talking about the game. They immediately interrupt me and go, I didn't like the halftime show. Who cares? Who cares about the halftime show? I don't care. I think it was fine. I think it was like every other halftime show ever. It was good-ish. It was a halftime show. It was exactly what I expected it to be. I was entertained, I guess. It was good. It was fine. Let's go right into the third quarter. Chiefs start with the ball. We just barely have the ball. Huh? We just barely true. have the ball. True, true, true. But they don't know that yet. I love the deferring in the first half and getting the ball in the second half. It's huge. It's a great advantage, I feel like. We fumble out right out of the gate. There's like a pitch that went wrong, smacked Pacheco right in the face. He tried yeah. running without the, the ball. It was like behind him, kind of. Yeah, it wasn't a best pitch, but yeah, I won't blame Pacheco. That's fair. You can give a little bit of that blame to uh, Mahomes there. Thank goodness he falls on the ball. That would have been... Could you imagine if that so was a scoop and score? That would have been crazy. Chiefs would have went down 17, potentially. Three? To three. That would have been pretty crazy. But then the very next play, darn near, maybe two more plays later, Mahomes has a really ugly interception. Oh. 
He had a guy open. He overthrows over Kelsey and underthrows Watts, and you don't even really know who you he's don't, going to. Yeah, you don't. And then they got two guys. For some reason, they got two guys on Watson, and then Kelsey's got the co- the coverage beat underneath and seals right over his head, right into the hands yep. of the defender. That was that was really odd. Um, it's definitely not what we needed at that time. But then the defense shows up and holds the 49ers to nothing. So it ended up not mattering. It was just like a, it was like a repeat of the first quarter when McCaffrey fumbled. The defense held the 49ers, and then it was like that again. So, I mean, both defenses really just had a great game and kept the Super Bowl interesting the entire time. Um, yeah, This is a moment where Mahomes and Kelsey put the team on the back, and they go, and they don't look back. Um, this is when they both start to set up a step up. Kelsey ended the game with almost 100 yards. It's hard to remember that at this point of the game, he had one. So that tells you the tale of the two halves there in terms of Travis Kelsey, for sure. Um, Whatever he yelled into Andy Reid, it clicked. And they're off. What else happens in the third quarter? Two big-time things happen. Um, Butker makes a new record and gets the Super Bowl. A new record. That's amazing. The two longest field goals in Super Bowl history were in this one game. Yep. Damn, what a game. And Mahomes has a big 22-yard run Yeah, on first and 10. Did you know that Mahomes is the leading Kansas City Chief rusher in the playoffs? No chief in history has more rushing yards in the playoffs than Patrick Mahomes. That's crazy. crazy. I think going into this game, Pacheco was behind him like 10 yards. But... Mahomes outran Pacheco in this game, so Mahomes still has it. That's crazy, man. I do hope that Pacheco eventually overtakes him, that record, just because I want Pacheco to have a lot of success in the playoffs. But it's a cool stat for now. Like a three and out, three and out, Chiefs punt it, and they get really lucky. What happens? It hits the defender's foot. One of the defenders, no, one of the 49ers' foot, and it like rolls, and then the other guy... The returner tries to get it, and he can't, and the Chiefs are able to jump on it. Huge play. I mean, admittedly lucky. Like, sometimes nope, you just punt. get lucky. Perfect punt. You think, yeah, you think Tom, Tom, Tommy Townsend <laughs> planned that? He's like, huh, there's that guy's foot. I'm going to hit it with the ball. That's amazing. If I was Tommy Townsend, I would pretend that that's what yeah. it was. But no, I don't think. That's just lucky. That's just being in the right Michael moment. And then that's the, that's the spark the offensive needed. We get and a touchdown. Of course, the touchdown goes to MVS. I told you he'd get a touchdown. He catch. almost dropped uh, it. He almost dropped it. What is wrong with that guy? Even when he, he catches like, it, even when he catches it, he looks like he's gonna drop it. It hit him in the chest and then he like wobbled it a little bit and then caught it and was like, oh. Yeah, that was pretty insane. Whew, I'm so glad though that he got good for him. I mean, he needed that. Um just just good for MVS. I'm happy for the guy. Thank you, MVS. That was a big time catch. He is He's in the history of uh, big-time catches for the Kansas City Chiefs now with that one. First touchdown of the game for the Chiefs, finally. At the end of the third quarter, they finally get their yeah. first touchdown. That's pretty crazy. But we're winning, so it's okay. All right, and then we uh, before we go into the fourth quarter, do we have your second favorite commercial? State Farm one. With Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Where he like can't say neighbor correctly. I've, it I've, says it with an A at the end. I was kind of surprised they did that just because I didn't think making fun of people's accents was like cool anymore. People make fun of like Mike Tyson's. True. That is so weird. That doesn't seem right either, but you're right. 
people make fun of Patrick Mahomes' like, voice. People are like, I'd pay good money to see him say Sphinx. <laughs> That's not okay. That's hilarious, though. Um, people make fun of Patrick Mahomes' voice. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah okay. You, this is where you and I disagree. You, He was asked to give his Kermit the Frog impression. You think that he was playing along with it? Yeah, I think he was. What did you, what did you say again? Something like... He was like, well, this is my voice. Yeah, something like that. Well, this he looked pissed at me. I don't think that he was. I think along. he looked annoyed, but it wasn't like a mad annoyed. It was True. just like a, I get this all the time annoyed. Yeah, I think he was a little bit more pissed that in that moment something like that was going to be asked. But it's also that's a long day for the players. They're asked the stupidest questions. It feels I know, like so everybody in the grammar gets a press cat. Yeah, people are trying to get a rise of the players. Right, anyways, my favorite, my second favorite commercial was the. Caramel Reese's, mainly because I want to try a Caramel Reese's. It looks pretty good. Yeah, to be honest, we don't, we're not huge commercial fans. <laughs> we were like, we, were, we we thought about talking about the commercials was important, you know, because it's a Super Bowl thing. Commercials are big time for Super Bowl. But I couldn't, at the end of the game, I couldn't tell you what freaking commercial. I got I like, one. Um, but we weren't watching the game for the commercials. Fourth quarter was big time. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the best, maybe one of the best quarters in Super Bowl history. For football, like for football fans, like it was a great freaking quarter. 49ers go for it on fourth down. Yep. Big Kittle gets play. his first catch and gets it. The first catch is not called back by a penalty. Yeah. It was a big time catch too. He reached in the right moment. Um, at first, it didn't look like he got it, but then on replay, he clearly got it. Um, and then Jennings shows yep. up, gets a touchdown, reclaim the lead there. It's a big time catch. Big time. Jukes like two players. Jennings had a great game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the most important play of the game happens next. Yep. The extra point is blocked. At the moment, you just feel that that was a big deal. Instead of going up four, they're only up three. It ends up being a huge deal. Do you know who blocks it? Oh, you said his name earlier. Leo Chanel blocks it. Leo Chanel causes... There's a few of them there. There was a few of them, but it only hit Leo's hand. All right. Nice job, Leo Chanel, number 40, number 54, stepping up big in a big-time moment. The Chiefs get another field goal. And then... Yeah, they looked so great ties, on that drive. They just couldn't finish 19, it. 19 Correct. They looked good there. And but, then... Uh, fresh. Oh, yeah. Chiefs get a field goal. Yeah. And then McDuffie forces an incomplete on third and four, where... If McDuff if McDuffie wasn't right in Purdy's face, it was an easy throw to Ayuk, yep. and they would have got the first down. They would have like been able to run down the clock, yeah, and probably won. But instead, now it's fourth and four, and they have to kick it, and they go up three. Yeah, and then the Chiefs are well, able. To drive did they have to kick it? Kinda. I don't know because if you don't get it, you lose the game. They didn't have the Chiefs. Didn't it was tied at that point. I know. So the Chiefs. You give Patrick Mahomes two minutes. But I don't know. I mean, looking back at that moment, that was a moment where the Niners, where Kyle Shanahan made probably the right call in the moment. But as you look back at it, you're like, man, we might as well go for it. On third and four, they've been, they've or fourth and four, they've been converting on fourth down. The 49ers are one of the teams in the NFL that go for it on fourth down one of the least amount. So Shanahan's playing to his strengths, what he's comfortable doing coaching the way he coaches but you gotta think that's not haunting him right now if they goes and gets that first down pretty much game over 
But that's not what happens. No. Instead, they kick the field goal. Mahomes has a minute 53 with two timeouts. And he is a man possessed in this final in this final drive of regulation. I did you have any f- doubts in that for in Mahomes in that moment? Not really. I had some doubts kind of in the receivers, kinda though. A minute fifty three on the clock. There's no way in hell that Mahomes isn't gonna go down there to at least get a field goal. You know, especially you got you got Bucker, one of the best in the game. That you're relying on. Like we did it in 13 seconds once. Yep. Kelsey has big time plays. Noah Gray has big time plays. Jet McKinnon has a huge conversion on third and two, which if they don't get, would have been really tricky. Six seconds left. Mahomes goes for Kelsey. It's well defended. Rice is wide open. Well, the play is supposed to be get it out really quick to Kelsey so that if it messes up, we still have time for the field goal. Yeah. He's not looking at anyone else. And the snap was really low. Yeah. It was like at his shin. So he already was like messed it up. So he had to throw it right away. So he didn't even really get a chance to scan and look for Rice anyway. In big time moments, you go for big time players. You know that Mahomes knew where Kelsey was in that moment. He puts the ball in a place where either Kelsey gets it or nobody gets it. It was very well defended. It's very well thrown. He took care of the ball. It's not like he was throwing it, you know, 50-50. 50-50. If he does throw it to Rice and for some reason gets stopped short of the goal line, they do have a timeout, but I don't know. It's just a dangerous situation. But Rice was right. I mean, he probably would have cut it. They probably would have won it right there. But for all the reasons you gave, I'm not mad at Mahomes, especially given the outcome of the game that we already know. But when they showed that replay, it was kind of like a gut punch. Made it more fun. In the though. moment. What? Made the Super Bowl more fun. I guess so. Okay. So we go into commercial. Uh, and we have our favorite commercials. Sure. I love the Paramount Plus commercial with uh, Patrick Stewart, a.k.a. Jean-Luc Picard, a.k.a. Professor X. And uh, Drew Barrymore was there for some reason, and Tua was there. And for some reason, they had to throw something at the top of the mountain to climb up it. So they throw Hey Arnold, the football-shaped head cartoon character, that was really fun. The uh, the old late 90s band Creed was there. It was a fun commercial. My favorite thing about it, it made zero sense. It's like, what kind of drugs were these people on that wrote this commercial? Because it was, I loved it. It was showing all the shows on Paramount. Yeah. And how crazy everything can be together and how different everything is. That's true. That's a good point. It's the diversity of their shows. But it, it was, I liked the commercial. It was fun. It was dumb. I liked it. What was your favorite commercial? Messy one. I need like that one. Yep. Because he, like, ordered this beer, and then it, like, the, it wouldn't work. So then he was just like, no, I want that one. And then he proceeds to dribble through everyone, and yeah. then Ted Lasso's there. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was there. And he's like, he's just playing around with them. He's not even trying. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun commercial, for sure. Definitely soccer-related, so you dig it. Uh, I, I, Yeah, I can appreciate that. Back to the game. It's overtime. Yep. The Chiefs defense comes out firing. They stopped the 49ers, but wait a minute. Your guy, one of your, one of your, perhaps your favorite defender, at least one of your favorite defenders, yeah. who he's become this year, Trent McDuffie, gets a flag. Holds it, on Jennings. It was fair. It was a fair flag. Um, he was kind of out of position. I don't think it was, it wasn't egregious or anything, but McDuffie got caught out of position and got wrapped up in the receiver, and you can't do that. Yeah, Jennings probably would have caught it. And then got the first. 
And then uh, Christian McCaffrey has a big time play down the sideline. Yep. You just you just see that the Niners' offense is clicking in this moment. We still believe in our defense. Mm -hmm. Third and four. I don't know what the hell happens on that play. Was Chris Jones not blocked? Did he just burst through the line? Like that was, how does that happen? It's third down. You are 15 yards from scoring a touchdown or something. You you triple team Chris Jones. Yep. It was insane. They had a guy open, didn't you? Did you say yeah, that? Yeah, it was Jennings on like a drag route to the pylon. He at least would have got the first easy and most likely the touchdown. He had the defender beat. Chris Jones goes unblocked. And yep. He was even the first look on the play, so he was about to get the ball. <sighs> that is crazy. towards lucky. him. It you just think wasn't good enough. Did you think that's a script at work? You think that the, um, the uh, 49er offensive lineman got the call in that moment and said, don't block Chris Jones. We need Taylor Swift to win a Super Bowl? Probably. Probably. Well, thank you. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, don't answer the phone next time, I guess. And I wrote. I just wrote MVS as a weird play. Oh yeah. Ugh. What are you doing, MVS? He catches it, gets like six, seven yards, and then he's about to get tackled. They throw him back, and now he's behind the line of scrimmage, and he's still running, running backwards. He lost six yards on the play. I think. I think he caught it six yards for six, and then ended up losing six yards total. That was insane. That was a weird play. And Patrick Mahomes was pissed. So was and Chris Jones. Chris Jones got off the bench. Oh, you're like, what the hell? But then they throw it to him the very next play. Huh. He gets some of those yards back. That was cool to see. And then uh, Rice saves the day by converting. And that's a huge series of plays right there. Pacheco has a big run on first down. Mahomes has a bigger run on third down. and He has a run on fourth as well. Oh, he does. And then the clock is running out. Tick, tick, tick. There's six seconds left. We're going, what the hell happens when the clock runs out? Yeah, there's like seven seconds left, but there's like six on the play clock. Yeah. So we can get one more playoff. But we didn't really understand the rules right there. Thank goodness Tony Romo explained it to us. But he was explaining it while we were trying to argue and figure it out. Like, what the hell happens when the time runs out? Should they be calling timeouts? But apparently it wouldn't have mattered. It just goes into, it's not a change of possession. But that's never happened in NFL history before. At least in with these new rules, obviously. This was the first super the first playoff game with the new playoff overtime rules. So no one knew. In fact, the 49ers players came out and said that they didn't even know the rules of overtime. Yeah. That's embarrassing. That's not good because maybe that's why they chose to get the ball first. We should have talked about that. Yeah, was that the wrong choice? Yeah, I saw I think so too. a press conference with Kyle Shanahan and he said that if like they would score and then the Chiefs would score, he would want the ball to have a chance to score. It's but true. that's the wrong like mindset in that moment because you really want second because we were we went on fourth on like our own thirty. We were only able to do that yeah. because we knew the Forty ers scored true. a field goal. It does give you an advantage in that moment to at least match the other team. But I also see kind of Kyle Shanahan's point. Had they had gotten a touchdown. And then the Chiefs get a touchdown. Now they get the ball back with only needing a field goal. So I do see that mindset, but I don't know. Maybe that's the right call. There hasn't been enough playoff games in this situation to really know what the right call in that moment is. I see both. And so it makes me really like the rule. It makes it a little bit more interesting. It changes the game a little bit, gives it a little strategy at the end we're not used to seeing. So 
cool. Probably one of the reasons why that was one of the best Super Bowls ever. But anyways, clock's running out. Tick, 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 tick. You dial up the corn dog. Or in this case, they called it the Tom and Jerry. No, at least it was, McCole it was did. Corn dog. It looked like corn dog to me. It was like Tom chasing Jerry with a corn dog. Yeah. It was beautiful. McCole catches the game winner. And he says he blacks out. Yeah, I saw that. You kind of... It, it's sort of weird when you do watch the play knowing that he, quote, blacks out. Um, he was like, I caught it, and then all I see is Mahomes in my face saying we won, and I start celebrating. Yeah, like, I it took me a second to realize what happened, too. To, like, really realize. I know you guys all started cheering and getting excited before it. It, it took me a second to click, too. I'm not going to say I blacked out, but I was like, I had to do the math in my head. Wait, did we just win? Yeah, I was like, wait a Because, like, no one was celebrating on the field or anything. Even the announcers took a second. Yeah. They're like Hardman, and then they were like, Hardman's got the ball. I, away. Yeah, I think it It was just a weird moment. Um, It's a beautiful moment, though. It was really cool, man. And the Chiefs won, and kind of bad, kind of sad to see one of our old ex-Chiefs is one of the reasons. Yeah. He must have got a call, yeah. said, hey, Javarius Ward, follow the wrong guy. Yeah. Go to Kelsey. Go to Kelsey and leave McColl wide the freak open. Well, it's it kind of makes sense that McColl would also go along because he could take the snap directly and just run to the left side because that's like his job anyway. Yep. So it looked like that's what he could be doing. Worked out for us, man. All right. Man of the match. Chiefs Mahomes. win. You got to go Mahomes. But if you couldn't go Mahomes, who do you go? Um, McDuffie. McDuffie did have some big time plays. Leo Chanel had some big time plays. This was really a team win. That's what I love about it. I mean, you had the key players. You had Travis and and Mahomes stepping up in the second half. You had moments where Pacheco had really important runs and conversions and 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 great like you had gains on first down things like Rice, even the backup tight ends getting into it. The only guy that didn't do much again, like Clyde? a third time talking. Yeah, Clyde. Yeah. He wasn't really used much. He got like one run and he was like stuffed right away. Yeah. I mean, Jet had some conversions. Um, some people weren't even on the field though. So Sky Moore wasn't on the field. Are we going to talk about, we're going to dog on the Chiefs now on our Super Bowl? <laughs> I think we, I think in some future shows, we'll dog on some of the Chiefs that maybe would, won't or shouldn't be on the team next year. But for now, this is a celebratory podcast. You came up with an interesting question. I'll ask you it because you probably have some ideas. If the Niners would have won, who would have gotten MVP? I was thinking about it, and it's between two guys, really. Jennings and McCaffrey. What about Purdy? I don't, Purdy didn't play that well. He, he, did he had have, like one touchdown Like pass. Every time he had a pass that was like way off the mark or like short, you would look at me and go, see, see. Because he had so many. He had two. It was odd. He had like two really good passes. But he had like four or five really bad passes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he he looked. He didn't look big enough for the moment. Yeah, um, he was away. He was really good at getting away from our line, which was really good. He was able to scramble really well. Yeah, he wasn't able to get the yards, but he was able to get away from he our was. guys and throw the ball. Yeah, he he did make some last minute escapes that were pretty impressive and yeah, kind of pain in the butt. Um, so I I would give it to Jennings. Yeah, but I mean to be one of the I think old, barely to one of two players in NFL history to throw for a touchdown. And I just realized he's the only player in NFL history to throw for a touchdown, catch a touchdown, and lose a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. 
That's messed up. All right. I think that McCaffrey would have won it if he didn't fumble. He had like over a, like 170 yards or something with that touchdown. Jennings pass. It was a good pass, but it was really mostly McCaffrey After, doing all the and, work there. And the blockers. Yeah. The blocker McCaffrey. So it was really like mostly McCaffrey on that one. So that touchdown goes to him. And then he's carrying his team down the field a bunch. No, I, I could see that argument. Um, thankfully, that question is a mute point as the Chiefs won. What do you credit this team's success to? I mean, this was a really unbelievable win. Mm-hmm. Not just this game, but how they got here. The fact that they were underdogs three weeks in a row. The fact that they were probably the worst team three weeks in a row and yet found a way to win three weeks in a row. Regular season, they did not look like the same Chiefs we knew. There were times where they looked goddamn awful. The defense was pretty darn consistent, but even they had their moments of screwing up. The Chiefs lost to a lot of teams they had no business losing to. And yet, they battle all through that. They get a third seed, and then they go on and win the Super Bowl. They beat the second seed. They beat the, in the playoffs, think about this. They beat the best offense that year in the Dolphins. Then they go and they beat the hottest team. Then they go and they beat the AFC number the one seed. Team. And then they beat the NFC number one seed. That is a hell of a resume. What do you think this year will be remembered for? Um, the Chiefs are never underdogs. The Chiefs are never underdogs. I love that. Yeah, I can't, I can't say anything that would beat that. Um, here's what's crazy. Is it possible that the Chiefs could actually get better next year? Yeah, but I also think there's a way that the Chiefs get better next year and still don't win the Super Bowl. That's fair. I mean, they they definitely had their flaws this year. They were just able to figure that out. You know, every team is like one major injury away from winning and losing. Especially because this was a down year for some good teams. Like the Bengals should be back next year. So this is a down year for It'll the Chiefs, really though. Tough. You're forgetting that, too. You know how many times yeah. we heard that? And they're going, on a down year, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Like, that's that's just what we're doing now. We're a dynasty, baby. But anyways, um, you're right. I mean, the teams around the Chiefs could definitely get better. You're going to have a fired up and pissed off Baltimore Ravens team. Bills. Fired up and pissed off Bills team. Like, that's what we do. We go into people's the houses. Texans we fire up even and piss better. them off. The Chiefs could get better, though. I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans make it all the way. The Chiefs could lose Chris Jones or Snead. And still, like, their defense is so solid throughout and young. Every player gets a little bit better just out of age and experience and confidence that's coming off of a two-time Super Bowl championship. You just think that, you know, this defense is going to be good for a while, even if they can't keep both their big-name players. If they can only keep one, though, who you you re-signing? Probably Snead, because we have such... Like, Chris Jones is obviously the better player. Yeah. But he's also, like, probably, isn't he more money? Um, Probably. Yeah. Especially his position. And then, also, Sneed. We kind of need him and McDuffie are, like, a, the perfect duo together. We don't really have, our third, he's not bad, but he's not, like, a Sneed caliber. Like, Chris's backup can still get some good sacks and stuff. Sure. Um, it's going to be hard to see one of those guys go. I don't think they're going to find a way to sign both. 
They might they might lose both. I have faith in the defense to figure it out. I have faith in Spags to to figure that out. But um, it'll be an interesting offseason. We'll be talking about that throughout this offseason. Hey, Parker. Yep. Let's build a podcast dynasty. <laughs> what? What do you say? Man? What does that even mean? Next season, we run this back. Okay. We should probably explain to the listeners, actually, that we're going to go on a mini podcast break for two weeks. Right, but we'll be back in March with a new sh- a new format, same show. It'll be off season mode, starting in March. Until then, do you have anything you want to say to the listeners, Parker? Um, hi. No, bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>